0: presented by at&t connecting changes everything
1: the wait is almost over get ready for the 2024 nfl season as the full schedule is announced every rivalry every rematch every rookie debut every game revealed the 2024 nfl schedule release presented by verizon coming in may Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more.
0: There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now.
2: Today was the day. Today was the day. I hate that song. Everybody, welcome back, Bill Belichick. Today was the day I think every one of us woke up, and when you first got online, everything you saw was NFL news. No shortage of fun stuff to get to today. I mean, the Mueller stuff, obviously, you know, was a... Kind of a bit, kind of like off-track betting in the Himalayas, but you know, it was, it was a decent size. Well, story you had too. a big
4: press conference here in Los Angeles yeah, for sure. you guys that don't like to talk, right?
2: Yeah, but today was the day I think we all woke up and the first thing we saw, okay. This is now the NFL season here because everything was filled with people coming to camp, people not coming to camp, reaction to it. And as these these last like four or five days have been the segue of we're out of the postseason, NBA heavy news cycle, news, 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 and now it's okay. Here we are. Most teams, everybody's in by tomorrow. Tomorrow's the big reporting day for the majority of the league. But teams have been in for a few days now. Practices will all start. This is today was the day we woke up and said, Okay. Football is here now. I yelled, "It is time!" Did you really? Yeah. Did you do that? Yeah. Was anybody around you? My kids. Okay. They thought I was a bit insane. I I would think so. Dad, would we have to go somewhere. No. Well, well because why, I. Opened why did up you the, say that? Because
4: I opened up the spreadsheets. I had a couple of notepads. I started scrolling down some stats, and it was time to start working on fantasy rankings and fantasy content. And so when you start seeing everybody showing up for training camp it it just gets the juices flowing it's it's that time.
2: It is time. So you did in front of your kids too?
4: Yes. I went full on Rafiki. All right. All right. It very is good. time. Okay, very good. Did you start and I slammed I had a whole drum thing going on behind me. It was great.
2: Did you take like what was it the guava and he was drawing the picture? Yeah, no, Simba? I started I Simba? I, I, Simba? I started
4: drawing a picture of Sam Darnold's hair. Sam's hair. Cuz that kind of looks Sam, like Sam, a Sam, lion's Sam,
2: mane. Sam. Oh, hey, by the way, speaking of Sam Darnold, Number four most popular jersey in the NFL. The last period they've kept track. Well, sure, yeah. It's about all
4: these sales in Cleveland, and maybe they're just getting away. So more jerseys
2: in Baker Mayfield. More than Baker, he's more popular. Sam, 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 Sam. He's trash. Sam, Sam. Greater New York area. Sam, 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 Sam. And no, after our everywhere. long
4: run of it's the everywhere. USC quarterbacks that we did last night. Oh, yeah, Perhaps yeah, that yeah. helped boost things.
2: Yeah, reality of USC quarterbacks. But Sam's, Sam's the one that's going to break everything. He's trash. Let's stop with that. Wait, he's going to have something broken? Tight shirt, it's too early. You're predicting injury already no, for no, Sam Darnold? All of you, stop. Oh, every one of you. All of you. Feel, it's broke. I feel like I'm the upset grandfather. It's been too hot all day today. Right, I'm not di- in the mood for it. It is pretty oh, damn hot. It is hot. It was. It was hot. It was very very. He's hot. He's trash. Uh, hopefully you are staying cool as uh, the heat wave continues to roll across the United States. I went to pick up Zoe from soccer camp today, and I said, "Are you okay?" She goes, "Yeah, Dad, but my stomach doesn't feel so pushed out." Bleah! Because of the heat, she had a heat headache and yeah, yeah, yeah. Threw wow, up. But you know what? Boot and rally kept it off of me though. That was good. good. She pushed me Did away. You keep it out of the car. She, yeah, oh yeah. You know, this was on the field. So I'm like, good. We're oh, just gonna it's walk on the away. Field. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We're just gonna okay. walk away now. Yeah. I can say, Okay. Let's go. Oh, let's go home and let's get in the air conditioning. and let's uh, let's cool off a bit. Hydrate but, but and, and move on. She doesn't know that pushing so me away so she gets the coaches, sick. She's
4: just wondering if you know they, well, they didn't give her enough water that's, breaks. That's that's. There's a whole other question to be. I'm not the
2: only parent that is involved in that. I figured let's just deal with the surfacey part. Part of that, I can tell the fun little story of how I'm very proud of my daughter for pushing me out of the way so she wouldn't throw up on See, me. See,
4: I thought this would be a nice opportunity to do the PSA for all the parents out there whose kids are hmm. involved in... Whatever training for the next soccer season, maybe yes. getting into early workouts for football, cross country, whatever it is. Make sure that the hydration's there. If it means you got to stick and watch how a practice flows, make sure you stick and watch how a practice flows. Make sure the kids are good.
2: And hopefully your kid doesn't throw up on you and has the presence of mind like my wonderful daughter to push me out of the way. Are we talking projectile? Before she got sick. Uh, no, no, no. It wasn't projectile. No, it wasn't. It wasn't like What'd the you, exorcist. What, what did you it's feed her it's before it's she went down. to practice? Whatever, like whatever she had
4: at lunch, some sandwiches. And <laughs> some uh, <laughs> some horse meat. she had a
2: lot of milk she just chugged a well, bunch milk of milk was a bad idea <laughs> but then she pushed me out dad I don't fit she said that push me out of the way i'm like hey all right you push me out of the way that's awesome i will try to repay you with that one day well, the next time you get
4: hammered, <laughs> I'm sure she'll have the opportunity. Can't hold your hair, but can push it.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah, I like that idea. Uh, but it is the Jason Smith show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, as if you couldn't tell. Uh, live from the Geico studios. And yeah, today was the first day that we really woke up and said everything we're talking is NFL. And there was no. Bigger moment, no more fun moment today. Tom Moore than
4: Indianapolis is gonna
2: busted
4: play here oh, and they man, celebrate man, it he's, it every he's day. Sanchez
2: yeah. gets hit. The ball, ball is, is loose, loose and it's alive. I have never seen this before in my, in my life. life. Watch this. Vince Wilfork is gonna throw Brandon Moore back in into his court. quarterback. He's gonna on, fumble, fumble, fumble the football. football. This, this is what Reggie White used to do to people. Forklift them and just lift them off the yeah. ground. Mark Sanchez not expecting it, and it That's was the, the backside of Brandon Moore to knock the ball out. Yeah, thanks. All right. That was yesterday. Are you sure? Yes, i That showed up on my timeline today. My bad. Hey, you know, Mark Sanchez retired. Carryovers, absolutely. The guy from the butt fumble. No, but this was even more entertaining than that. Don't you play that again. Jalen Ramsey. In the Jalen Ramsey rankings, he's the greatest defensive back in the history of the National Football League. In regular oh! rankings, he's one of the top five or seven Cover cornerbacks in the game. Never shy to express his opinion. Jalen Ramsey sometimes can be a lot of fun. No more fun was he today than when he arrived at Jaguars training camp in true WWE style. A Brinks truck rolls up to Jaguars camp. I mean, why is a Brinks truck? This guy like now my hero, right?
4: Because I've been talking about Brinks trucks yeah. for a long time on this show. We are the Brinks truck show of record.
2: Brinks truck shows up. Nobody knows what's going on. And some swinger gets out of the car <laughs> with a bullhorn and starts giving an introduction to who is going to be coming out of the Brinks truck. Let's take Make a listen.
1: You know what time it is. This man covers so good. he's going to have his own cell phone service. The man's so good, they to give him his own jail. For daily power. Because these receivers are on 24-hour lockdown. If you check his pocket he got eight master locks in his pocket. They're on lockdown all season. The man, the myth, Jalen Ramsey.
2: And then I mean, Jalen Ramsey comes out it. of the Brinks truck.
1: Workman, man, work, man. Yeah, that's him. I love it, It's time to get this money, money.
2: Yeah, gotta he figure wants out a new contract in
4: front of a oh crowd bigger than eight.
2: Well, it's Jacksonville. I mean, come on. You got to hope that, okay, someone's going to have a camera rolling and it will go viral, which it did today. So, mission accomplished. Him now, right? He wants a new contract, but he's showing up. And even though he's got two more years left on his deal, he wants money and so he's making this big show by showing up in a Brinks truck. I like some of the introduction to him. Oh, that's great. I like the Jalen County because he's got receivers on twenty four hour lockdown. That's good. That's pretty good. Jalen County's a pretty good nickname. That's I g I gotta good. say. I don't I, I would I would really roll with that. You can you can get all kinds of great artwork with it. Yeah. Oh yeah, Jalen County is pretty sweet, but he's it's an outline of
4: his head yeah. as the uh, <laughs> territory. No,
2: the receivers are in jail. Like you know, can't grab the foot. Still sticking their hands out of the bars. So, uh, patent pending. Oh, by the way, like they're reaching the out, kind of like yeah. the
4: dog with the key from the Pirates of the Caribbean.
2: Right, and the ball is going by yeah. them. Yeah, Jalen County is pretty. I like that receivers. We are just gave like him like four t-shirt ideas. That's why if you say patent pending, they can't do it until they come to us for permission. so that's what it is. But. Look, this is a phenomenal way to show up. Better than Antonio Brown showing up in the helicopter. I mean, I've never seen a guy showing up at training camp in a Brink's truck. I want to get paid, but I'm coming. So it's like, okay, that's great. You tell us you we're not giving you more money and you're here and all right, fine.
4: Yeah, if he'd shown up with a helicopter dangling from the ladder with a rubber shark on his leg like he was Batman in the nineteen sixty six movie. Oh no, that would have been pretty cool. That would've been pretty cool. Otherwise he's shown up with two hundred thousand dollar cars multiple times in the past. I yeah, mean, but this really, is a Brinks truck. I mean, he, he rented Brinks a Brinks truck. No, Brinks truck. Brinks truck is next level. We wait, thought, wait, we we've wanna, talked about that for contracts for for
2: years. You want to rent a up. Brinks truck? You want to rent one? Yeah, yeah. What? How long? I don't know, 45 minutes? Oh, uh, sure. All right, great. We rented the Brinks truck.
4: Half expected him to go and... Knock on Shad Khan's door, saying "Hey!"
2: (laughs) Don't just crash the Brinks truck in a Coughlin's office. (laughs) I'm getting paid. Yeah, right there, crashing through, crashing. What's
4: the school bus for? (laughs) Like the opening of. dark
2: nights. <laughs> oh, I was thinking I was thinking more almost famous, uh, uh, want to buy a gate and <laughs> crush through the gate. <laughs> nice, that's a good one. <laughs> What's the school bus for? But there's a bigger story here, besides Jalen Ramsey, because his teammate, Yannick Ngakwe, he's holding out. He wants a bigger contract. Melvin Gordon holding out, and obviously we're all waiting to see what happens with Ezekiel Elliott. Other players are holding out, and this is holdout time in the NFL, the very beginning of camp, where players are either going to dig in, or they're going to be in camp in a couple of days, and everything is for show, just to say, hey, I mean business, and you're going to have to pay me, and now this is out the window, and you use up a little bit of your goodwill towards me. What the effect of this is going to be is, you are seeing teams take advantage of the fact of the rookie contracts, four and five years, and being able to hold on to players until they are okay letting them go. And as a result... Most NFL players are now only looking at one big payday because they'll stay on, they come in the league at 21 years old, and by the time they get their 25, you, you cash in, you get your big deal, right? Mm-hmm. You get your big deal. But that's really the only one. You get a big deal for three years, maybe get a decent-sized deal for another three years when you're 28, and then you're done. But if you want the one big deal at 25, 26, that's going to take you till you're 30, that's it that that you're done. you're only getting paid once you're getting one big bite at that apple because now the way rookie contracts are slotted it's there's not a lot of mystery. I mean look it's not like guys aren't getting paid, but obviously if you do something great for a living, I want to be able to make 50 million dollars and 70 million dollars if I can instead of making 30 million dollars. What this is going to have an effect on is the collective bargaining agreements. And I know we're still a couple of years away from it, but we're starting to get news about it already. The players are sending out missives to uh, uh, the players' union is sending out missives to their players. Plan for a lockout in 2021. We really need to, to get a better deal this time for us. And one of the key things I'm telling you is going to be length of rookie contracts because players are going to want to get paid earlier. And this is not working with the way teams can hold on to players by franchising them, transition to whatever they can do, they want shorter deals. And it's going to be shorter deals for them. And I don't know if it's going to wind up being three years for a contract or three in an option, And and but it's going to wind up being shorter, and that's going to be a big thing for NFL players, because they're going to say, if I come in the league at 21, I sign my rookie deal. If I'm great, I'm obviously outplaying my rookie contract, so I want to be able to get more money. Or just hit free agency and get paid, and I can get more money. So now, if I can get it after three years or four years, right? let's just say I get it after 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 three years. I hit the league at 21 22. I'm a free agent 24-25. I get paid then. I'm a free agent then again 28-29. I can get paid one more time. I can get another big or big-sized payday if that happens. If it's a strict three-year, which I'm sure the players would all love, the NFL would go, whoa, 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 whoa. Then you talk about guys getting paid at 21, 24, 27, Yeah, but 30. you know
4: who else doesn't want that? All the veteran players who busted their ass as well and right. make up a good chunk of these rosters. So the shorter term, now, now this is where you start pitting different parts of the union at odds right it's no coincidence as we start training camp and on the heels of the great adrian peterson story we did last night all the video and pictures of his birthday party riding an elephant and everything else saying hey hold on to your money because every time it becomes all right you got nine or ten really big things you need to fight for which ones are most important? Because you got the 18 games dangling out here. You got long term health that's still mm-hmm. in question. You got veteran players who are worried about getting squeezed out of their their jobs. And we're seeing it today, right? I mean, how many guys got cut in the last 24 hours? Right, but in, in veteran the end, guys that get bounced again because there's a cheaper alternative.
2: But that's always going to be the case. There's always going to be a cheaper alternative. And it's a performance league. If you're good enough, you're not getting cut. Right? If you're good enough, you're not getting cut. Nah, so, that's not true. If not, if that's you're good not 100%. Enough, if, if you're good enough and you're a veteran, you're not going to get cut. You're going to play. And you're going to play over a guy because you can contribute. Now, if you're a guy on a huge contract, well, that certainly changes things. But if you are in the same boat, if you're a 28-year-old free agent versus a 24-year-old free agent, well... Good luck. Best yeah, father, player's going to get signed. Father, yeah, Father Tom's uh, against signed. you most likely but, there, But too when as you're, well. you're talking about players coming into the league now, and the NFL, it's about having control over them for too long. And in reality, it's going to be a... Competition thing. Listen, we'll compete. We're all free eight. We all come in a league at 21. We're all hitting free agents at the same time we're 25. If we're good enough, we're getting a good deal. And if we play good enough again, we're getting another deal at 28. Uh, For the future of the league coming in, I see this being something really big that they're going to want.
4: Can't wait for the uh, owners to hammer down on this one.
3: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific.
2: It's nice to get predictions, the NFL season beginning. Well, today. absolutely. And we had a prediction today from a star player saying that he wants 3,000 yards this season. Now, if this is a quarterback, you would say, ha, Jets are aiming high. No, no. Julio Jones, quote, I'm not ever going to lie to you. I'm going crazy this year. I'm going crazy. I've been doing everything I need to do. I'm taking care of my body physically and mentally. I'll be ready to go. I'm not a prediction type guy, but I might mess around and go 3,000. You know what I'm talking about? Julio Jones saying this with a straight face. This from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution after his podium session on Wednesday. 3,000 yards he's going to go for. I like which, guys being bold. Yeah, have at it. What is that, 188 a game? Yeah, about yeah, a little Right around there. Almost 200 yards a game. Damn. That's going to be a little difficult to do uh, he's never had a 2,000 yard? No one's ever had a 2,000 yard season. Calvin Johnson holds the record with uh, 1,950. But if Julio Jones, you know, can can get you know. 1700 yards again. I think the Falcons will take it. That's what he was at last year. I mean,
4: time. I like the push for 3000, but Calvin Ridley's looking at him going, "Nope."
2: Yeah. Uh, Devontae Freeman, Edo Smith, who's nope. going to catch those passes? Hooper. Yeah. Hooper's saying Hooper! not so, so fast. No, but that's that's what I that's what I like is that if he said 2000, that would seem, "Okay, wow, he's really motivated. He was 300 yards short last year." All right, maybe you never know. He is over 30, but you never know. But you say 3000. <laughs> No, this is brilliant, Dude, Really? No, three thousand. Cool. 3,000? given the you Jack... you going to do Mr. 3,000 now? Yeah. The state of Bernie Mac is going to sue you for
4: all kinds and then of stuff? They, and then they take take one away, and then you got to keep <laughs> fighting. That five took my yard away well I mean who was it uh, was it Nick Chubb right had a five yard loss that took him away from a Oh yeah yeah that's right yeah right otherwise he's got yeah. <laughs> he's got a thousand yards on the air yeah. maybe maybe that he was Bernie Mac last year <laughs> this year I mean but Julio Jones is just kind of saying hey I'm still pretty good over here you're Three, paying attention to all these jackasses 3, left and right lines. you got a Odell Beckham Jr. talking about catching Jerry Rice and becoming <laughs> the goat and everything else and Julio says hold my beer I'm going to go for 3000 3000 And yards. if nothing else, it makes you remember how good he is when he's right and that offense is clicking. And whether they can get to that, well, that's a whole other whole other issue. We, My my feelings on what Matt Ryan is as a quarterback are well known.
2: What do you got, Golden Netfone? That's the equivalent of the Mets winning 60 games. <laughs> Just stop. Uh, come on, man. Every team wins at least 60 games. Except the Mets. No, we're going to win like 75. Alright? We're going to Blow past Wait, that I 60 thought more. that was the Knicks. That no, was no, no. your uh, Knicks tag. No, no, no. The Knicks are going to win 42, 40, 42 games. Mets well, RJ Barrett's going to be on FIBA before
4: long. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Kevin Love's going to bail now. I mean, that that's opening up. You're going to take over the international pretty team pretty
2: soon. Everybody on the Knicks is going to be playing. It's going to be the Knicks playing FIBA.
4: Better chance Julio goes for 7000 yards.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Julio Jones's last 5 years have been 1677, 1444, 1409, 1871, 1593. I know, this is his age 30 year. This will be his age 30 year. Can I see him in a perfect world, catching enough passes to get to 2,000? Maybe. Maybe. But there's more mouths to feed in that offense. But maybe. I I mean, the guy's so good, it's hard to see Oh. It's hard to see him not be able to say, "Okay, if I have that kind of year, if I have that one more kind of season, that I put everything into this year." But I mean, when you say three thousand with a straight face, it's like, "Dude, come on, really?"
4: You're also kind of indicting your team, saying, "We're going to suck." that bad.
2: No, we're not. We're just going to throw we're the ball at every keep play. just winging the ball around. I was told there would be no running plays, so we're going to throw the ball every Is single... Is that one.
4: part of his contract extension I, he's trying to
2: negotiate, too? I'm going to get the passes on first down, second down, and third down. Then we get a first down. Then Ridley can catch one. Then I get the pass on second down and third down. And then if we still have the ball, I get it on first down and second down again. Then Ridley again. Then maybe we mix in a run from one of the wide receivers. I mean, not running backs. we are not going to have any. Maybe one of us, maybe we give Ridley a little reverse or something, and then I catch passes on second and third down again.
4: Okay, that could work. I mean, look, we talk fantasy all the time, the zero running back strategy that people are employing. Defense last year ranked 25th in the game, giving up, what, 26.4 points per game. Michael Bennett's already got a busted ankle, might not be showing up for, for work this year. So, yeah, they might have to just wing it around and score 30 a game to win. So, hey, go after it. Go uh, bump Julio Jones up in the overall rankings there.
3: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
2: Today was a day that really put the coda on the NBA offseason. Finally, we see the press conference the Clippers have introducing Kawhi Leonard and Paul George to the world. And, oh, by the way, this is going to be a great middle finger revenge tour for the Clippers. You, All you've done for years is make fun of us and tell us that we're not worthy of even being talked about as an NBA team, Now, then we're fun for a couple of years as a team that could. Now, blank all of you, because we're going to win the NBA championship, and none of you was along for the ride! That about sums it
4: up right there. Yeah,
2: the only guy we love is Clipper Darrell. You watch him. He should have been arrested
4: for trying to choke out Steve Ballmer.
2: Dude, well, Clipper Darrell jumping on Steve Ballmer's back, I think, was a little strange. Uh, maybe maybe uh, Steve Ballmer was reaching for a panic button. <laughs> hey, God, <guy> just jumped <laughs> that, on that my back. That was the li-
4: life alert.
2: <laughs> and where's my security? I just jumped on my back. Help me out. But it was a press conference that was attended like you expect a Laker press conference to be attended by. The big middle finger tour of the Clippers is beginning right oh,
4: now. Oh, no, it begins. And, and look, I just want to say one last thing on the Ballmer Clipper Darrell photos that are making the rounds. Yeah. And I'll retweet it at Twitter. Rolling Dome. Find someone who loves you. Like Clipper Daryl loves Steve Balmer. And the Clippers.
2: Because Jerry West is actually shaking hands with people and he's giving them the finger in the handshake. That's what he's doing. That's kind of hey, weird. How you doing? Yeah, there you go, I mean, yeah. it's the slam this go. sucker hey, down go, tour on a whole other level. Hey, there you go. Yeah. Hey, remember me? I was Mr. Clutch Lakers. Yeah, look what I did to the Clippers. There you go. Hey, what are you doing to my finger? Uh, but there's some things we need to get to from this press conference because there was craziness, there was a shot across the bow, and there might have been a lie. All right, let's deal would crazy first. Well, crazy is always, always crazy. Fun. Crazy always gets the uh, the train moving here. So let's hear from Clippers owner Steve Ballmer. Just very excited that all of this has happened to the team he bought a few years ago. I have these notes, but I gotta say I'm just fired up to be here today. It's pretty cool. Pretty damn cool.
3: <laughs> but most of all, I'm pumped to say hello as Clippers to Paul and Kawhi. Come on.
4: Developers,
2: developers, develop. Oh, Are you not have You not entertained? Blow hot dogs into the stands. This is where, after all that happens, that's great. Uncle Dennis puts a hand on on Ballman's shoulder and says, uh, "It's Kawhi and Paul." All right, just to say it. it's never. It's not Paul and Kawhi. You're not, not going to say that I ever again. It's it's Kawhi and Paul. Just just let's get the order right. let get it right. KP. It's not Paul and Kawhi. All right, it's not, It's, it's Kawhi. And Paul. That's how we do it. I don't
4: know that in listening, I listened to a good chunk of it earlier today. I've ever heard Steve Ballmer, and, and he's been compared to Chris Farley's Matt Foley a lot, mm-hmm. and it's always been a very easy comparison. I don't know that he's ever slipped into that character more than during some of his comments today.
2: I hear him do that stuff like that, and I go, how does this guy make all this money? In business, you got to be cool. You no. got to be. You got to be an assassin. And I just, I can see Ballmer walking into meetings going, "Did you guys see this phone? Not only can I make a phone call, I can play a video game on it. This is outstanding."
4: Yeah, but in a business sense, he's also the guy walking into the room telling you about how he's going to now destroy your company and and dominate the competition. Oh, so you think well, he was just well, like a house of fire coming? Oh, into the Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh,
2: Okay, like, Hogan like coming here, into the ring and like, just getting yeah, guys. No, Oh, all right. Yeah, he's oh, the guy where that.
4: the opening, you know, their their theme song is playing, oh my God, it's the Road Warriors, look at them, Animal Hawk. And then they just sprint straight into the ring and start beating people up. There's no pageantry, there's no wait for the, this about is one falls, like, I'm getting out of here. But 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 sometimes business calls for stealth, and he's not really the stealth guy. Yeah, he's made his money. I don't need to be stealth anymore. <laughs> And you've seen those old Microsoft videos. Yeah. He was never the stealth guy.
2: Oh, no, 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 no. Right, no, no, no. You had he
4: enough uh, stealth guys in the rest of that supporting cast. Doesn't mean he couldn't sit there and stew, because we've certainly seen that along the baseline, when the Clippers have had their struggles, right? when they had Lob City and those guys were struggling as they got to the playoffs. And you'd see the furrowed brow and the arms folded mm-hmm. and the look of death. That if he could execute you with the stare that he was giving, we've seen that before. We've seen quiet Steve Ballmer, but when he's jubilant, I mean that's that's what you hope out of your owner.
2: See, I, I'm I'm 48, and I like to think I have a lot of energy still. He's 63, and there's no way I'm going to be like that when I'm 63. I'm not going to be 63 going, oh, the Jets. See, that's going to be about when I'm peaking. 38-year-old Sam Darnold. Oh, can't think He's they, trash. Another quarterback. Why can't they get Mark Sanchez's kid to play?
5: <laughs>
2: I mean, I, I'm not going to be like that at 63. Then I'll have to be I'm carrying not. the show at that point. Oh, I'm not going to be doing this show at 63. That's way too. Oh, no, no, I'm not going to be. I, I'll be retired by then. Really? Oh yeah, 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 yeah,
4: yeah. So you put an end date on this? So what'd you the, do? I'm going to walk the
2: earth. Wow,
4: throwing my own lines back go. at me. I'm going to walk
2: the earth now. 60. I can't see myself working at 63. I just can't. I'm not good. I knock going. It's hard. I, I don't see myself now. At 63. I think 55. Like I think 55, and then I think, all right. Then I get to the point where. Am I just hanging on? Am I? It's, it's I think fifty. No, I've we got a ways to that go. In my head. We
4: got to go through at least the full run of Sam Darnold.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Well, if the, as long as the Jet, as long as one of my teams is winning, I'm going to stay on. Well,
4: they're not going to be winning if
2: they all stay. They're going to be playing. I'm not going to go through you know 15 years of doing sports like like I have been for all my teams to suck and now finally I'm going to. You don't want to do that. with ripped Oregon t-shirt. No, for I watched what happened to Vin Scully. He walked away, and now the Dodgers are going to win the World Series. Not doing it. Gotta wait. Sam's going to win a Super Bowl. He's trash. Stop! So that was Steve Ballmer. How about Kawhi Leonard? Remember the story yesterday, we talked about it a little bit, where it was reported by The Athletic that the moment that Kawhi Leonard said no to the Lakers was when Magic Johnson leaked details that Magic went out and had a meeting with Kawhi and Uncle Dennis. And that was it. That was when the Clippers realized, or that was when Kawhi realized, we can't trust the Lakers and then it was all Clippers. Here's Kawhi from today explaining just why he picked the L.A. Clippers.
6: A lot of things are made up now in today's world of the NBA. You could, you know, start a website or blog and you know push that out and say Kawhi's doing this, Kawhi's doing that. But it's always important to me to have a mutual understanding between everyone and just be transparent, if it's good or bad.
2: He went on to say, "I trusted the clippers, and I trusted them with my privacy." Yeah. Magic Johnson blew it. Magic blew it. You really believe that's the way magic blew it?: Sure, I do, because it's Magic Johnson. I believe any story about Magic Johnson because I'm sure it's true. Idiot. He was the, Magic Johnson <laughs> was the worst president the Lakers could possibly have had the past. You years. don't really buy this he story, was do you? Awful. He, then Ma- really, you, that, you, that's the reason why. The, sure, I do. It's Kawhi if Leonard. If the Clippers
4: don't pull that one out of their hat last second to get Paul George, he's a Laker. No, if I do like that, you said hat. Yeah, he did say wasn't going to.
2: Pull it out of the hat. I know that I, I'm with you on that. I like the hat. No, look, Magic Johnson has completely, the past few years, mismanaged when he was either working for the Lakers or just pretending to work for the Lakers like he has been the past few months. And no, I completely believe that.
4: But Kawhi did say that it, the Lakers he talked with, Rachel Nichols, said it was really close. And then the opportunity to play with Paul George.
2: Occurred. And then, and then, magic opened his mouth, and so I went oh, to the I'm Clippers. Not, I'm not
4: going to dismiss it. I'm not saying this is. If we're putting up a big pie chart, see the pizzas just showed up. Mm-hmm. If we're going to do a big pie chart, that it doesn't have a nice slice dedicated to the Magic Johnson loose lips. Oh, okay. no, that, that's right. certainly part of it. Is it the deciding factor? No, organization. So you plus think that Paul was George. the last
2: straw? I think it. It's, I think it's that's what officially eliminated off. the Lakers. Whether it was going back and forth, that, that was the thing. That okay, you know what? No, I'm done. We're moving on. We're moving on to the one. No, Clippers. I still think it's Paul George uh, being part of that deal. I remember all, I, I really, I really all Magic that Johnson there. had to do was trade Brandon Ingram for Paul George three years ago, well, no, they, no, no. That's a whole other... Oh, no, no. Our guy, he's going to walk in this door. The Lakers are ruining the, the Magic Johnson, Paul George is going to walk through our door in the offseason attitude. They have rued that for the past three years, and they're going to rue it for the next few years. Well, but
4: where it really comes to bear is if Anthony Davis, after this year, win, lose, or draw picks up his stakes and leaves, right? If the wanting to go to Chicago or go anywhere else because he wants to be a free agent, if he doesn't become a Laker long-term, then yeah, it all right there just falls out from under you because you you played a game of dominoes and you, you tipped them before you were ready to, right? It's you know, I got four more to set up and we're gonna take oh, a nice push of this. Oh, stop it, stop no! it! No, stop, stop it. Went. <laughs> and that's it. You you could have had Paul George and pushed from there and then Kawhi may have walked through that door.
2: So we had craziness. Yep. Yeah. We had a shot across the bow. Now we have what could be a lie. The Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios. Paul George, who could have been a Laker a couple years ago but no. Hmm. And could have been a Laker last year, but no, now is a clipper. And when the Lakers were his team, I've wanted to be a Laker my whole life. And Paul George had maybe a little bit of revisionist history when he talked earlier today about what his life was like growing up.
6: As much as a Clippers fan I was, I was a Kobe fan. Um, and, and Kobe like was my idol growing up. So I was a Clippers
2: fan. Now I was a Clippers fan. Kobe was my idol, but I was a Clippers fan. Yeah, nobody's buying that one. I, I don't believe I that was a, a second. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> Billy Crystal was a Clippers you fan. Yeah, Billy
4: Crystal and Penny Marshall, but Penny Marshall would still show up for Lakers games. Yes, yeah,
2: no. They were, no, there's, there's no way. This is Paul George. Go, please don't hate me. I liked everybody. I, 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 I don't want anybody to not like me. No, that's, that's the kid in Chicago,
4: or anybody that claims to be from Chicago, telling you they like both the Sox and the Cubs. <laughs> They're liars. They're liars. They're politicians. They're not really from Chicago, or they just don't want to be, you want you to have an opinion of them one way or another. Ah, oh, you're just, all right, you're from the city. You're celebrating the city. No, you got one team or the other. Likewise, Paul George just said. I like I was Kobe, a Laker but fan. but I was a
2: Clipper fan. Oh, please don't hate me, Laker fans. Right. I was a Laker me.
4: fan. You had a problem with the organization. Here's your chance. You want to take a bat to the memory of Donald Sterling?
2: Have at it. Let's talk owned. about the Clippers and how much you hate them. Paul George hasn't owned any of his big decisions over the course of his NBA career. None of them. He's owned zero of them. Even this one. Oh, I was a Kobe fan, but I was a Clipper fan. No, I, I don't think not one time we ever heard you're going to be a Clipper fan. Not one time. Not one time did anybody say it. Dan Moyke, who covers the NBA for us, friend of the show, said he dug deep into this today to find out if Paul George actually was a Clipper fan, and he talked to somebody who said he remembers one time having a conversation with Paul George saying he liked Quentin Ross. Oh, good. That's as close as you can get to this Jason. Oh, I was a Clipper fan. Let's ask uh, the Honorable Robert Mueller if he grew oh, up a Clipper fan. good nice idea. Sleeping. Mr. Mueller, thank you for sticking around with us. I appreciate it. I know you have other things to do. I know you have, have uh, f- uh, deflate gay 2 to look at. Uh, uh, that is correct. Yeah, so you tell us, do you believe that Paul George was a Clipper uh, no. fan? No. I, I didn't get it out. Was a Clipper fan? Uh, no. Okay. All right. Mueller says no. Not for a minute. Right. Done. Mueller says no.
3: Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
5: I'm Katya Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
2: This is it, we've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Joining us now on the hotline, longtime NFL insider, editor in chief at fansided.com, the aforementioned Jason Cole, who has Mueller on his side. Jay Cole, what's happening?
6: I've actually done a good job. I'm Dominic Smith's fielding coach. Oh!
2: (laughs) No played. (laughs) Oh, very nice! Very nice. <laughs> there it is. Very nice. That's very, very, very nice. Very
1: nice. I gotta say, I'm not a fan of what you said, but I, I got to give you credit for that. Uh, that is
6: correct. That's the music that plays whenever the ball is hit towards uh, Dominic Smith.
2: There is there 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 is nothing I want to see less than a fly ball hit and see Rosario and Dominic Smith both going for it at the same time. <laughs> I'd rather see a blitzer bearing down on Sam Darnold from the blind side.
6: I do have a little news for you on Quentin Williams. Oh, you do? Yeah, he's asking for a trade.
2: Oh, that's not really. <laughs> really? Really?
6: He really. got you. That's
2: really. a real
4: kick to the teeth here. Really. Celebrating, everybody's really. showing up to camp. Maybe uh,
2: Bell's got his basketball. Yeah. A big fan. Jason Cole's a big fan of what he said. He is. Are uh, you going to become a Brooklyn Nets fan too? Uh, hey, if we start playing basketball instead of football, we'll win a lot of games. <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mets Jets. It's just. Uh, is it ever? Is it ever good?
2: Uh, well, we went to the World Series four years ago. It's a long time ago.
6: <laughs> There's always opening day. We have Sam Darnold. I, I, I do. I, I do actually like a lot of things about what the Jets. I think the Jets can do, but <laughs> crazy, crazy as Joe DeRola Gase could change the whole thing. Who yeah, knows?
2: I'd like to have uh, you know Quinn and Williams in, considering it's really hard to have a holdout now with the sl- uh, salaries slotted the way they are. But it
6: nope, is really, the Jets it is find really a way, to do it. It's an amazingly hard thing to do. Yeah. To hold out in this system, and to get into an interact. Now the Chargers did it with Joey Bosa, so who knows? Jets have done it two years
2: in a row. Did it with Sam Darnold. Missed the first three days of camp because of this.
6: Yeah. Well, again, three days I can put up. I mean, but I mean, I mean, this is not that hard. Just give the guy top of scale and just let's move on. You know, like it's not that hard to do. Like there's, there's, there's three really marginally different offers that you can make. And again, when I say marginally different, I mean really truly marginally different. And then you get hung up on, you know, language and stuff like that. This is a guy that you drafted top the draft, who you're counting on. Like, why would you get into a language discussion about this, about anything with this one? Like, you're supposed to say you should be throwing a parade for this guy, not, like, arguing over language. It's just silliness.
2: So, as far as holdouts that are non-Jets related, because I know as much as we'd like to hear you jump up and down in the Jets for the next 10 minutes, uh, (laughs) Melvin Gordon's holding out. He has no plans Mm -hmm. to come in. The Chargers drew their line in the sand. They say things. Are all right. We still love Melvin, and he is not in Charger camp. What's going to happen here?
6: They're eventually going to pay him because teams that are this close to winning usually pay their guys. That said, this is the Chargers, and they do have a history of holding holding their ground when circumstances would otherwise dictate that they shouldn't. Like when again, when Bosa, yeah, they were going to that last year. In San Diego, and they were trying to get that stadium vote done so that they could try, you know, taking one last swing at it. And you'd think that they wanted to do everything they could to be positive at that moment, and instead they decided to play hardball with Bosa for for weeks. Now, I get it that with Gordon, this is a tougher one because it's a running back, and he's been hurt a couple of times, and you don't necessarily want to spend. Overspend at that position and you don't want to do what happened with the Rams and Todd Gurley where you got one year out of it and then all of a sudden you get a guy with a gimpy knee I get all that but you're so close with this team and you have so little time left with Phillip Rivers what are you doing like just just write the check and, and make it happen
4: I like that I mean I like the idea of it but you've got all those other guys to feed here in the next two years Jason Williams and that. Allen,
6: and I'll, 97 year old Philip. I don't worry about that when I gotta worry about it. You know what I'm saying? Like this is that's that is prototypical. And let's just bring it back to the New York Jets. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, thanks. When they drafted Debrickashaw Ferguson that that one year. What what year was that? Um, in '97 or something like that. And then the next year. I oh, no, I'm sorry. In 2007, and the next year took uh, Revis. Or it was 2006. They took Debricash. 2006, 2000,
2: 2007.
6: Yeah, 2007. Yep. One of the big reasons why Tannenbaum was holding the line on getting a five-year deal out of um, out of Darrell Revis, and he said this to me one time. He goes, "I don't want those guys to be. I don't want Debricash and Revis to be free agents in the same year." And it's like. It's five years from now, Mike. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Why don't you worry about today? Like, just get it done today. If they're really great players, if you have the really terrible experience of having two great players, I know it's an awful thing, Mm -hmm. but if you happen to have two great players, maybe you'll do something like pay them.
2: That's uh, that's Sundance saying I can't swim, and <laughs> it's Paul Newman saying the fall will kill
6: you. That's kind of what you're going at right
2: there. I like that.
6: <laughs> right, that's that's that was the jest and sort of, you know, again, like you're the Chargers, and everybody's like, oh, this guy's coming up. I'll worry about that later. Get me, get me, win me a Super Bowl today, or at least try, and I'll worry about the rest of it later.
2: When it comes to Julio Jones, he made a bold prediction today that he's not going to have a thousand yard season, not a two thousand yard season, but very serious An look 8, on his face. a
6: thousand yard season he He says
2: I might mess around for a three thousand yard season three thousand yards from Julio Jones yeah. This is where you talk. It's you jump in all the time and start saying stuff and then you say to bring it back to the Jets. They haven't had receivers total 3000 yards in 8 seasons. And now you're now you're you're, you're miss I'm going to be quiet for a little while. That's that's
6: some of your that's some of your best writing for me. Yeah. That's good. I like that. That does <laughs> sound that did sound like me. Um
2: you know, if I was going to sell a guy, I would say, well, look, the Jets,
6: the. Oh, well, come on. Look, I'm well, about it. Why do why you even entertain <laughs> things like 3,000 yards? I mean, like, come on. Why, what's there to say about this? Like, you decided to, like, screw around with the media for a day. Right and and now we're supposed to like buy with buy. Come on, let's let's, let's, let's move along to something more realistic. Did he right? just feel just, not
4: just, loved with Odell Beckham Jr.'s GQ I th- I article getting so just, much love?
6: I think he was just jerking around with people. Okay, that's what I really think he was doing. Yeah. So let's talk about guys. Just kind of have that feeling about when you say three thousand yards. More realistic things. Let's talk
2: about the Jets winning the Super Bowl. I oh mean, boy.
6: let's get into things that are realistic. I, I'm betting on the three thousand yards. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> See, you got them. You you turned him around just that fast.
6: <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was like layup. It was like talking about Harold Baines being a Hall of Famer. So did you watch um, he,
4: he gave a great speech on Sunday? Uh and he was okay. enshrined and it's a beautiful thing.
6: It was a beautiful thing. Okay. Yeah. It's mediocrity knows no boundaries.
4: Um, mediocrity, my ass. Come on.
6: <laughs> wow. <laughs> Hey, uh, all right, let's... Which, which is the most mediocre Chicago baseball Hall of Famer, Hack Wilson or Harold Benz?
2: Oh, Hack Wilson actually had an RBI when he was dead. I think that's a, I think no matter what else he did in his career. I think that's he's a what, Cub. He doesn't I think, matter. I think that's a better career. <laughs> You got an RBI when you've been dead for like 50 years. That's pretty good. I
4: just keep getting people to go back to those old
6: scorebooks. <laughs> you baseballreference.com. Here we go.
2: Hey, lastly, tomorrow, does Ezekiel Eli get off the plane and uh, get to Cowboys camp or no?
6: Nope. nope. The, easiest way to get mo- the easiest way to get money out of the Cowboys, and I'm not going to mention the owner for fear of prompting impersonation.
2: <laughs> uh, Steve, Steven is not no. the owner of the Dallas Cowboys. It's not. It's not. Maybe no. someday Steven this will is my oh. But I will be. I have a contract. of the East. I have a contract that cedes control of the Cowboys We're to no Steven thing. when I turn 125 years old. <laughs> jason cole he just swallowed his tongue remember jason cole pro football hall of fame voter always remember pro football hall of fame voter uh, your point about the cowboy the easiest way to I, hit, I, I, <laughs> I,
6: it's better than that less than hall of fame impersonation i <laughs> dare you i dare you to drive up the up the 101 go to oxnard Stand in front of of Jerry, interview him doing that voice. Uh, I did. I dare you, and I want video of it as well. Not just that the would be great radio. Though. I want. I it make some fabulous radio, uh, especially if you have like Stephen watching while you did it. Steven, and and I would love to see if Charlotte was there, and Charlotte had that <laughs> moment where she has the Margaret Thatcher look, and you know the nose crinkles up, <laughs> like she's got a bad piece of cheese under her nose, that kind of thing. And it just, I would, Frostberg's got to video the whole thing, and Oh, it just it, that would be sensational.
2: Uh, Jerry, can I talk to you for a minute? Uh, is that supposed to be
6: me, or oh, it is you? Where you, it where you sound where like. you're printing the money in the background? Uh, can we go to where they make the Cowboy Bucks? Did they keep, bring the machine to to, to Oxnard this
2: year? I keep getting emails from the cold guy from that uh, sidedfan dot website that's telling me, uh, don't talk to the Smith kid. Uh, uh is that you, or what about it's the what about the Harmon fella? Uh, but I do have Cowboy Bucks for you. Here you go. Here's a 20. Stevens on the 20, and you can get whatever you want to over at that tent over there. <laughs> so, no Ezekiel Elliott?
6: No. All right. I, 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 would, I would be... I would, look, the, again, the easiest way to get money out of the Cowboys is, is to threaten a holdout. And so, why wouldn't you do it? You throw a holdout for a couple of days, they give you your cash, you're good. You can follow... Th- they don't want to pay him.
2: Right, You can follow him on Twitter At JasonCole62 That is at JasonCole62 He is a Pro Football Hall of Fame voter And the Editor-in-Chief At the SidedFan.com website Fansided.com <laughs> J. Cole as always buddy Appreciate it man We'll talk to you next week Hey, damn, guys. You're the best Welcome damn. back in Be sure to catch
3: live editions Of the Jason Smith Show With Mike Harmon Weekdays at 10pm Eastern 7pm Pacific
1: From BBC Radio 4